Welcome to Empowering Exchanges, Tuesday Toast to Transformation. Hey, EmpowerX community, Serena. And Sarah here. Your hosts on this exciting journey of conversations for and by women. Join us every Tuesday as we uncork the wisdom, share the challenges, and celebrate the victories that make us who we are. From navigating career highs to embracing the quirks of life, we're here for it all. Let's raise a toast to transformation, sisterhood, and building a brighter future together. Pour your favorite beverage, tune in, and let's dive into the heart-to-heart talks that empower us all. Cheers. 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 (laughs) To empowering women. That's good stuff. That is good. So this is our first episode. And we are going to talk about why we're doing this, what we've gone through in our careers, and what has led us to this point. Yes. Yeah. I'm like, I can't just, I'll spill that everywhere. Set <laughs> <laughs> it down. Yep. <laughs> not make a mess. Maintain. Yep. yep. That was a great idea. Yep. But maybe not hold it the whole time. No. Next oh. time, maybe a mug. <laughs> a sippy <laughs> cup with a cover. Yes. That's probably a good idea for us. <laughs> All right. So do you want to give a little bit of your background then? Yeah. Um, well, I have been in marketing or marketing adjacent for 16 years. Oh man, that makes me feel yeah, old. I know. But I've been in a bunch of different companies um, from healthcare, uh, Stryker, and then I went into tech and worked at TechSmith, Lamasoft, where we met. Yep. And then, um, and then I worked at a company, Altus, and that was a com- combination of healthcare and tech. And then I worked at Malomo for a hot second before our friends at Skyspecs recruited me. A bunch of people worked there. And yep. Serena, again. <laughs> Has crossing twice now. Yep. yep. <laughs> so clearly that was a sign. Yep. Um, and then after that, after some disappointing experiences in a lot of different places, Serena and I were just talking about how I think we could do better. I think we could help women more. I think mm-hmm. that there are so many things wrong with the way things are currently and if we could make even a small impact but we wanted to make a bigger impact on just you know instead of just the women that we manage like how can we make something bigger than ourselves right exactly because I feel like we have a decent impact hopefully our teams would say the same yeah I know (laughs) um but yeah how do we push that further into the world too yeah um, so a little bit of background on me. I have been in corporate for uh, 20 years now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I started out in financial services as an IT help desk person. I will say I went to school for software applications and programming. Yeah. Which is a very, was a very male dominated. I think yeah. more women are starting to get into it now, but I think there was just me and two other ladies in the class. So yeah. Um, Sounds familiar. Yep. <laughs> so did uh, that. I did some uh, healthcare billing um, in kind of that startup space. And then we moved to Llamasoft, uh, where I spent almost a decade there um, doing a few different roles, but mostly on the customer um, service side of things, operations, some back behind the scenes things. Um, which is where I ended up falling in love with the idea of customer experience and being able to holistically design what that looks like from a customer's experience um, side of things. And then we moved to, like you said, met at Llamasoft, and then we moved to, I moved to Skyspecs thereafter. 
and I'm now at another tech startup um, called Conversite, which is AI tech. So obviously all of those roles have been <laughs> very uh, male dominated. Yeah. Um, tech space for sure is still male dominated. And I would say that the majority of the women that you come across are in the support roles. And having just gone through uh, a layoff ourselves, uh, those were definitely some of the roles that women were lost in most. Yeah. Um, so how do we create an, an environment, not only, first and foremost, people-led yeah. and purpose-led and not financial numbers. I'm a strong believer that if you get the people side of things right, you will get the financial side of things right. Oh, absolutely. Like, how many times have we seen this over and over again? The teams that have a leader that cares about them, yes. they outperform they Yep. anybody else they'll do whatever they need to do i mean i will work harder for somebody that Absolutely. i know that cares about me yeah but that doesn't happen no very often. not so much <laughs> you know, and and like what you're talking about with women in support roles mm -hmm. i think we think about it as women in uh, supporting the company not yes. like revenue generating exactly. even though i think a lot of people don't realize marketing should be Absolutely. revenue generating as should customer experience yes but so many, so many of these roles, they think, oh, if you're not in sales or you're not in engineering, yeah. then you don't have as big of an impact. Yeah. But I think that goes back to like, well, we'll probably talk about a whole episode about is, <laughs> you know, these soft skills that yes. people call them. And it's not, they're it's, not soft. They're not soft. They're essential. They're essential. <laughs> Especially in the age where like so many roles can be taken over by oh, yeah. AI, like yep. understanding people, understanding what that takes is essential yeah ai is not an emotional being no it is a logical being so we need the people to balance that out yeah. at least in the near term <laughs> someday yeah. maybe that'll change yeah but... maybe maybe it'll get, <laughs> i'm sure it'll get better but yeah. like even yeah. even then i don't think anything can completely understand the nuances no. and ai is only as good as the person who absolutely things into and training it. it and all of that yeah. yeah yeah so i think um not only just trying to be more people and purpose driven in our roles and, and helping other leaders to see the same thing. Um, but also really shining a light on how strong women and females are in these roles. Yeah. And I think a lot of times we shrink ourselves. We, um, especially being the generations that we've been brought up in, we're trying to take on the world. Yeah. We're trying to be full-time moms. Um, we're trying to be full-time uh, employees, trying to work up and climb the ladder in different areas. Um, and we don't see the power ourselves in ourselves to do yeah. a lot of those things. And we've been conditioned to kind of minimize the things that we've accomplished mm -hmm. and all of that so that we don't boast about our accomplish accomplishments and our achievements. And we don't find the connection between the dollars and the things that we're doing yeah. too. Um, and I think, you know, I'm not speaking for all women, of course, <laughs> yeah. but I think a lot of times we lead with our heart and, uh, and we forget that in some instances we have to connect that heart to the mind yeah. and the logic behind it and really be able to show how you can have, how both of those play on each other yeah. and make a really good, um, uh, team. Yeah. 
Um, so that's that's what I'm looking forward to with these conversations is being able to have just candid conversations about the experiences that we've gone through, the things that we have <laughs> quirked an eyebrow at, like yeah, eh, that doesn't feel right. <laughs> Um, and how do we overcome those going forward and make a stronger generation to come and and allow the women that are in the seats now to be able to pull up women coming up behind them too yeah. and get there faster. And we talked about it too. Like I think some of it too is training people to see women as multifaceted. Yes. Instead yeah. of so many times we put women in buckets. Like if they're and I've gotten this a lot, you know this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've gotten like, I'm, I'm too blunt, I'm too right. honest, and then I'm the bitch. Yes. Instead of yeah. being like, okay, uh, good, the dude could have said something way worse oh, than yeah. that, or way more yep. blunt and honest. <laughs> but every time I have to qualify these things that I'm saying with a smile right. or with a joke, so I'm not the bad guy. Right. And it doesn't mean that I don't have this like super mushy gushy side of me too, where I'm like, you know, pull out my heart for right. my employees and the company I'm working for. Absolutely. And women are so much more than just these buckets that that people put them in. But a lot of times, like I'm at work and I have to play the mom. Mm -hmm. I have to play that person where I am catering to my boss's feelings, yeah. all of my team's feelings, and then my bucket is empty. Yeah. 100%. And I would say conversely to that, I feel like I have always been kind of the people pleaser side of things. Yeah. So it's, I never say no, it's a yes, but or a yes, and yeah. and that can sometimes be uh, perceived as a pushover. Yeah. And people take advantage of me then. Um, and my willingness to go above and beyond to make, you know, the experience great or someone happy or whatever. And sometimes I just want to say fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I think we all want to yes, say it. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's interesting uh, to your point about how just filtered I think sometimes we feel like we have to be. Yeah. And how calculated yeah. we have to be about who's in the room and who's going to perceive us in a different way than others and how do we get ahead of that. Like, oh my gosh, how much more work is that to have a conversation when you're constantly thinking about those yeah. nuances? But it's constant. It is constant. It is constant. Yeah. Yeah. We are always thinking about those things. And I, you're right. Like a lot of times we filter ourselves or we have to be a different person to different people. Yeah. And it's always about them. It's always about their yes. needs. And I think a lot yeah. of it, no offense guys, but I think <laughs> a lot of it is because my coworkers, especially on like the C-suite level or on the leadership level are guys. Yeah. So I can never be myself or I can never talk about the problems I'm having or how you know, burnt out I am or whatever because, yeah. you know, a lot of those feelings don't come into play. And it's not that guys don't have them. I think they're just uncomfortable or unable to have a lot of, and not all guys, right? Yeah. You don't right. qualify that, but um, <laughs> they, they, they haven't been trained a lot of times yeah. to, to have those conversations or understand people, I think, in the way that maybe is an inherent to us. Yeah. I think you make a good point too about being in leadership positions. I think something and one of the reasons that I think you and I really bonded in our last positions was because we had gotten to a level of leadership where there weren't as many women around mm -hmm. us and we realized how lonely it is. It's absolutely lonely. Um, the fact that you can't just have some of those open and honest conversations mm -hmm. with, with your peers 
Um, or your employees yeah. who maybe you've been close to in the past and all right. of a sudden you have to not say exactly. So yeah. So I think that that loneliness too is definitely something that no one warns you about. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's something that you just innately feel all of a sudden. And, and actually it's not even all of a sudden. I think it crept up on me and it took me a while to actually name it. Yeah. What it was that was bothering me. Um, and I think that was also another reason you and I just grew closer is because we leaned on each other to have those conversations. Yeah. Like, we got I'm not, it. I'm not wrong here, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm not overthinking this. I'm not underthinking this. Like, we're, yeah. uh, this is, this is how we're, we're seeing this, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, so I think that's, that's another important well, area that like, women need women. Yes. Um, and we need to be able to surround ourselves with other strong, independent women. Other women that have broken that glass ceiling. Others that are still struggling um, to do the same. And I think also that's something that we've found too is that we don't want to gatekeep. Yeah. Yeah. We've been part of organizations where it's only the women who've already made it. And that's great. But how are we bringing up every other woman around us too? Because we are never going to fix things if we don't pull up women around. Absolutely. I... It makes me so happy to see when I have been able to help women in my charge yeah. move quickly up the ladder faster than I did, making yeah. more money than I did at that stage, um, because that's how it should be. <laughs> Being an advocate yes. for the women around us, and it doesn't mean that we aren't advocates for all of right. our, our male coworkers and employees, but so many instances, women have to be better than the men yeah and women have to have all of the skills to get a job instead mm -hmm. of just the potential and if, if we can think about things different when we're in those leadership roles maybe we can change stuff i mean there's a really interesting st statistic and i'm forgetting the percentages but it's something like men are hired for their potential yeah women are hired for their accomplishments and first of all that's bullshit yeah <laughs> Absolutely. And if we're already bad yeah. enough about tooting our own horn exactly. and talking about the right. things that we're doing, like how much worse are we? Yeah, absolutely. So the fact that like we have to prove ourselves constantly day in, day yeah. out to be able to be seen as an equal is infuriating. It's yeah. frustrating. It's uh, deflating sometimes. Yeah. Um, and it's absolutely something that we can overcome too and something that we can get past and something that we should be able to flip the script on yep especially if we get more women in leadership roles yeah i mean that's why we're doing this because yeah. we want to give women the skills the ammo the community the yes. support to be able to grow and be in these leadership positions yeah. because i think you know, getting women a seat at the table is, is something we're really, really passionate about. And not just getting the seat, but holding the seat. Yeah. Getting the voice. Having the, the influence that they yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 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 So it is a, a lot of hopes and dreams all balled up into this little Empower X yeah. uh, kind of journey. But I'm confident that, uh, and we've seen it, when women band together, mm -hmm. we're incredibly strong. And unstoppable forces and we need more of it <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean we were talking about the statistics of women-led companies too and how right, yeah. they're much more successful they have more revenue their employees are yes. happier and yeah. we're like so if everybody kind of knows this and there's proof <laughs> of this why do we not have more right. of this why are investors not willing to give as much to women-owned yeah. uh, businesses as they are to male entrepreneurs yeah 
Um, there's, a, there's a lot that could be fixed. Um, and as we all know, it starts with us. Yeah. Our individual. So that's why we're, we're bringing this yeah. together. Um, because the power is, is within us to take it further. Yeah. What was it? I think it was a skim report about the state of women. Yes. Yeah. And it was basically that all women have realized, especially this year, that no one is going to save them, no. that we have to do it ourselves, <laughs> that we have to fix it ourselves. And if we aren't the ones to take the step and we aren't the ones to bring right. other women along with us, it's, it's never going to change. Yes, we can yeah. create advocates in men. Yes, we can create these these stories and these instances where people outside of us will also support us but if we aren't doing the work right it won't change speaking of which <laughs> to the men out there we are not discrediting your impact on our lives i got to put this disclaimers out there <laughs> we actually feel very strongly about the allyship yeah that can really help us move these conversations forward and the advocacy forward yeah and we will have content for you too yes but yeah. hopefully these conversations will be enlightening just to help you understand also what it is that we deal with on a daily basis mm -hmm. not only in our work lives but in our personal lives and trying to make those two balance oh, yeah. together yeah or I, I like the the term much less work-life balance but work-life integration mm -hmm. um or and just life yeah <laughs> I mean that's it's all, all part of it it's yeah. all life how do we make it work <laughs> Exactly. So, um, we, we definitely, there have been strong male role models in yes, that, and males who have been our allies and yes. have really advocated for us, but that's a few and far between sometimes. Right. Yes. And, uh, and I think it's just understanding what needs to happen and how to help oftentimes is sometimes that barrier. And how can they also help influence other males? peers yeah. that are around them too, to, to think differently, to, um, just see things differently mm -hmm. too, so that we can create more of those allies. Yeah. So yeah, it's a big mission. I know <laughs> we've got a lot to do. We're, we're creating courses. Yes. We're going to be putting out blog posts. I mean, there's a, there's a lot coming, but this is really just, yeah. just the Step beginning. One. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Activities, fun, drinks, yes. both cocktails and, and mocktails. mocktails. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I, was like, I think I'm going to do dry January and I was like, oh no, we're going to be doing these eggs and I'm going to be drinking more mocktails. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, yeah. we're, we're going to make it work. Yeah, absolutely. So we're trying to be inclusive and create that, that diversity and inclusion that we want to see in the yeah. workplace within our own business, giving back to our um, communities, finding ways that we can, whether it be monetarily or coaching or whatever it may be, that we can we can also do something for the communities that we live in because we know that, you know, that's where this all starts yeah. around us and in us. So how do we how do we push forward what's what's going on around us so that we can make that ripple effect go further? Yeah. And if there are topics that you guys are really yes, uh, yeah. interested in or things you want to talk about, let us know. I mean, we're, we're creating all of these lists of yeah. things that we want to talk about <laughs> that we've experienced. Right. But it doesn't mean that, that there aren't so many more things we Absolutely. could be talking about. Absolutely. Yeah, definitely. All right. All right. Well, episode, episode one. one done. <laughs> so cheers. With that, cheers. We've had one sip of this. <laughs> <laughs>
It's yummy. Mm -hmm. mm. Pretty good. And strong. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like us. I <laughs> All right. Cheers to empowering women. We hope you join us on this exciting ride. Yeah. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers. Well, that's a wrap on another episode of Empowering Exchanges. We hope you enjoyed this chat and would love to hear your suggestions for additional topics on challenges, triumphs, and the laughter that bonds us together. Don't forget to hit subscribe, share the love, and join us next Tuesday for another dose of wisdom, wit, and warmth. Keep shining, keep thriving, and keep toasting to the incredible journey of womanhood. Until next time, cheers. Cheers.